Hey, how's everyone doing? It is episode 8 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. Um, where, how's your week been? How's everyone doing? Uh, the sun's out in London. The sky is blue. That means tops are off on outer shape men. They're not summertime ready, but they don't give a fuck. You know, when someone's got so much body confidence, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Just like, dude, what is your top off? Like, who told you you could do this? Your huge belly and your shit tattoos. Put a top on. You're annoying me. You're not making me feel insecure. You're just annoying me. That's all. The sun's beating off your chest and it's hurting my eyes. And then you got the women as well. With their big sunglasses and ugly wedges. I hate wedges so much. And such a like, queer eye for the straight guy thing to have an opinion on. Just like, why, why do I care about women's footwear? I, I shouldn't. But it's just, they're gross. I hate them. It's shitty summer, summer <laughs> shoes. I, I hate wedges so much. Ah, dear. Sundresses to show a little bit of shoulder and the guys go crazy. Men are so dumb. We are so dumb. Just show a little bit of shoulder. It's the same 4 out of 10 chick. But she's shown a bit of shoulders. Now she's boosted herself to an 8. Because she's just so primitive as guys. So like actually dogs on the heat. <laughs> Birds. Women. 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 Just, <laughs> it's like going nuts in the summer. Going absolutely nuts. But yeah, sun's out. We've got we've had two days of sun. I'm going to go out um, at some point. Whether my friends are available or not, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm, I'm out. If the sun's out, I'm going to be drinking. Um, if I can't find my friends, then, you know, find some family. And if I can't find my family, I'll find some alcoholics. <laughs> I'll sit with a homeless dude. We'll chat. I'll buy him a beer. Buy him a skull. Well, I know, skull or a special brew. One of those 9% that taste like absolute petrol. I one of those in the sun. Refreshing. Absolutely refreshing. Um, we'll do that. Go get out of this sun and enjoy it, man. White last. This is the UK. I haven't got amnesia. I, you know, I know the, our summers last for like three days. Three days, three months apart. We have like a summer in April, a little heat wave at the end of August. And yeah, maybe a day in September. That's that's the summer. That's the great British summer. And that's how it works. So I'm surprised there hasn't been any impromptu barbecues happening. Maybe they have. I just haven't been invited. But anyway, what's, what has happened this week? Uh, advertising Pepsi, Pepsi, whoopsie, or did they do it on purpose? If you haven't seen the Pepsi advert, go find it. Go find it now. How you've not seen this advert, you must live under a rock. Or maybe you have a real life. <laughs> That's it. You have real things going on and you don't have time to follow internet fads like I do. That's because that's that's what I do. I have a real job, real life, real responsibilities, but I don't really care. So I just watch things like that. And um, yeah, I'm going to admit, if I hadn't had all the commentary before the Pepsi advert, I don't think I would have cared. Um, you know, they're saying it undermines all these other protests and stuff. And it's trivializing just real struggles that have happened in people's past and saying, you know, it's made the... Uh, how other black and brown people can approach police with a Pepsi can and it's go down like that. Um, listen, I want to say you this. 
I don't think a white person could approach a police officer with a Pepsi card in the middle of a riot. <laughs> or, I mean, was it a riot? Was it a protest? Was it a party? I'm not sure what it was meant to be. Um, you know. I don't It's just, I don't think anyone could. It was, it's just a stupid advert. It's just a really bad advert. And, um, and they pulled it. Pepsi pulled it. And I'm just thinking, did they, did they put it under, out, out feeling under pressure? Or did it just serve its purpose? Did it serve its purpose that it got enough controversy, enough retweets, enough hashtags, enough likes for everyone to have Pepsi in their subconscious? Because that's what it is now. I think that that's what's happened now. But it'll be parodied. It'll be put into cartoons, be spoken about in podcasts by men sat in their bedroom while it's sunny outside. <laughs> that is what's going to happen. Um, I think it served its purpose. And there was other adverts that have come out recently at Nivea. Uh, White is Purity. Um, yeah, they, they released that. In in the Middle East. There you go. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Hey, in the Middle East. Uh, who... Who is sat around these tables? I can't believe these go through these levels and levels and levels of bureaucracy and people, and it gets okay to every stage. Like, I imagine there's one guy who's there at the meeting going, oh, guys, guys, I don't think this is a good idea. It's like, oh, shut up, Larry. Larry, shut up. You're always shitting on everyone's ideas. What ideas have you brought to the table recently? Um, well, um, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, exactly. Shut up. Get Kendall in, roll it. Get it out. White is purity. Nivea, let's get that out. No more arguments. You're either with us or not. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought so, Larry. You know, like what other, like what other adverts are there? The co-op. I said reward your daughter for doing washing up with an Easter egg. They said it was a outrageous sexism. Yeah, so you've got to say it was in quote marks. Outrageous sexism. I mean, I thought female genital mutilation was outrageous. <laughs> like, that's outrageous. Saying you're going to reward a little girl with chocolate for doing the washing up. Uh, I'll put that under the bracket of everyday sexism. Um, not the outrageous kind. I, I, no. You know, uh, yeah, that's gender pay gap yeah that's that's probably more uh outrageous uh yeah you know equal rights for women more that's more outrageous but chocolate for a little girl wash it up um no I'm not outraged not quite not not quite outraged and i wonder how many other people felt that like the pepsi advert was if they hadn't seen, was it the commentary about the advert first that made them feel any outrage? Um, that's that's what I thought about that. And then um, what? Well, I don't think there's any more adverts that I saw that I read up about. Just read the articles about these crazy adverts. But no, there's no outrage for me. What else happened this week? Um, Syria. Of course, Syria happened. I was distracted with the Pepsi stuff. I didn't even realise chemical weapons got used on people in Syria. Um, 
know what I mean? That's nuts. I mean, but why don't you just combine the two? And just get Kendall over there with a Pepsi. Just spraying down the chemical weapons with a can of Pepsi. <laughs> just like... Oh, man. But no, that is that is absolutely serious, though. Uh, Syrian war. And because I... I educated myself about the Syrian war this week. When I say educated myself, I read Wikipedia. And I I didn't know. I thought most wars had just two sides. You know, I knew they had loads of different people, different belligerents in the war. But I didn't realise there was... Yeah, I just thought it was just us against them. The Syrian civil war has four different squads going on. Right? Um, bear with me. I'll have to read them. So I know you've got the government... That's Assad. That's that's him. That's the government. The Syrian Arab Republic. Yeah, the armed forces. That's them. Then you got the Syrian opposition. Uh, then you got the lesser known Rojava. I hope I pronounced right. SDF Rojava. And then you got the super famous Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant. ISIL, ISIS, Daesh, whatever you want to call them. Um, Whoever's in their marketing department needs promotion because that's free rebrands and we still know who they are. Like, you, you can't. That's unreal. Big corporates can't do that. Now, back in the government is Iran, Hezbollah, Russia, and China, right? And then back in the opposition is Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, France, United States. And Libya. No, Libya's until 2013, sorry. Right, ignore that. Not Libya. And then, um, ISIL, yeah, they're, they're doing their own thing. Uh, independent, yeah, haven't sold out. No no commercial deals, just uh, just them, keeping it real. Um, and then Rojava are backed by United States, France. What? Where have you heard those names before? Because they're back in the opposition. Russia, what? Who are they backing? They're backing the government, then PKK and Iraqi Kurdistan. Now, that, see what you're telling me is the United States are backing t- backing two guys in the fight, as are France and Russia backing two guys in the fight. You see how this is getting messy out there, and that's why when Trump bombed Syria, he couldn't say he's bombing Syria. Why? Well, because he's backing two teams in this four-way fight. But then you can't bomb, you can't say he's actually bombing or condemning Assad because Trump's mates with Putin, who backs Assad and also backs Rojava with the United States. You see, it's just an absolute mess. And I'm no military expert, but I know what I think, right? Because here it is. He apparently attacked a specific airbase that launched the chemical weapons. Um, I I don't know much about you know ballistics and weaponry, but I'm pretty sure the the best way to get rid of bombs is not to explode them. <laughs> I don't know. Someone educate me. Someone message me on Grifter Joker and explain if that's how you you know disarm a bomb by just simply blowing it up. Like, is that how you do it? I, I don't know. Like I I, I just imagine there was. Imagine someone, someone should have spoken about that before, right? They can't have got rid of these weapons. Maybe they'll get rid of like the the machinery that launches the weapons, maybe. I don't know. I know I'm an idiot about this kind of thing. There's some things I know a lot about, 
and war and weapons. Just something I've never been interested in. I um, I used to play with swords as a child. I was a classic. I was classical with my violence. All right, so that's that was me. And also, what else happened this week? Um, oh, I've had my mind blown by this. Uh, I was in the barbers. If you don't, uh, I was in one of my barbers. See, a lot of a lot of black men have one particular barber. I've noticed this, right? Very loyal. You're loyal to your barber. You don't cheat on your barber. Yeah. Um, I remember. Uh, well, Halla was talking about this on the ESM podcast. Not sure which episodes. A few episodes back. Go listen to that ESM podcast. That's available on SoundCloud and iTunes. And um, he was talking about cheating on his barber. So he, he, was, he was emotional about it as well. It was a long breakup for him. It was messy. It was messy. But I think his ex wasn't treating him right. His new barber knows how to treat him right. <laughs> okay. Whereas me, I'm a whore. I'm a whore of a barber customer. I have three of them. Player. Player, player. I've got barbers in different area codes. Got one in East London, one in South, and one back out in Essex. I don't even see often. I don't even see him after. I just rock up, get my hair cut. Like I ain't been away. You know what I mean? I treat him mean, keep him keen. Cut my hair clean. I've run out of rhyme, so I'm going to stop that now. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And I went to one in South London. And the guy in the, in the seat is this big, bald, white dude. Um, and I said, we watch stereotypes. So in my head, I was like, shit, big, bald, white dude. Fuck. He's like, he's racist. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I think. I see big, bald, white guys. And then, you know, and then, but I'm, I'm not an idiot. So I took, and I thought, wait, he's in a... He's in the Jamaican barbers. He's getting his hair cut. Everyone's chilled. Okay, he, he's cool. He's cool. Anyway, someone shows him a video, and he got, and he and he speaks in patois. He's yeah. He's, he's he asks to see the phone. He's like yeah 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 man yeah man. Pass me the thing there. Pass me the thing there. All right. I'm like okay cool, cool cool cool. So maybe he's like he's white and Jamaican. That's what that's what I thought. Then he carried on talking, and he's talking about motorbikes. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, when you walk around the court, when you glide around the corner, and your knees on the floor, that's that's, that's crazy, bro. That's what it is when you're on one at one of your machines." I was like, "Wait, he's South African. I've, I've never heard a South African speak with patois." And he kept on dropping in and out of both, and it fucked my mind. Really fucked my mind. Just like that that combination of accents. He's just like, yes, I was at this dance hall rave, yeah, oh, all of these girls just winding up on themselves, oh, what, oh, it was life. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, what? Excuse me? Excuse me? I, it, it messed with my head, those accents. Uh, when people have a mix of two accents, I'm always really curious about that. But more interesting, I was out on Friday, I was on my way home. And uh, there was, so we've got the night tube in London. If you're not in London, we have a night tube now. So it runs 24 hours uh, on Friday nights and Saturday nights. So what that means is rather than people getting cabs home, the drunk part of their brain says, all right, you need to go home. But the sober part of their brain goes, yeah, 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 but we're, we're not wasting money on a cab. Get on the train. 
whether you're able to do that or not is a different story. And there was this one girl on my train on Friday who really was not capable of travelling. Now, um, I have to try and remember how the sinks of events happened. So I was sat down um, and she's four seats along from me. And all I can see is everyone's looking at her. Um, and you know what I'm going to describe? Just... I'm going to describe everyone in in the story uh, as in as much detail as possible, right? So this girl, she's Asian girl, brown Asian, so Southern Asian girl, right? Because I know we've got American listeners, so it, wait, yeah, so South Asian, so whether that's Indian, Pakistani, I don't know, but South Asian, brown. Anyway. She's in her 20s, she's been on the night out, she's kind of leant over the arm rest, okay? Uh, and then there is uh, a, there's, there's two, there's two middle-aged white ladies um, sat next, one sat next to her, one sat opposite her. Then there's a younger couple, again, in their 20s or early 30s, white couple. Um, and then you have a, an interracial couple who look like they're in their 40s, white lady, black man. Um, so I don't know where they're all coming from. They're all coming from different nights out. And it's uh, oh, and two young guys sat up to me in their 20s. Uh, yeah, black guy and a white guy. They're friends. They're hanging. So everyone's just there in this, little, in the, in this vicinity. And me. We're in this vicinity. And you just hear... You just hear one of the middle of the day. go, oh no. Oh no. I, 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 no. I think she's throwing up. I think she's throwing up. There is no doubt what's happening here. It's it is just coming out and it's going down the carriage. It's on the floor, and as the train shifts, it's just moving along the floor in a different direction, right? And what ends up happening is is one of the ladies No, it's the woman from the couple, the young couple, the young white couple, right? She attends to the girl first. And she's like, You're right, you're right, hey, you okay? You okay? And she's talking really slowly to her. Now, I don't know about you guys. When you're pissed, like when you're drunk and someone talks to you slowly, it makes me feel more drunk. It's like, it's like I, I can't focus. I'm trying to work out why are they talking so slowly? Like, are my ears drunk? I can't hear properly. She's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Right? And she's And rather than her just help, you know, if someone's helping, she keeps on looking around to see if anyone else can see her helping. Like, she's helping, like, are you okay? She kind of stands up and looks around, like, <sighs> just shaking her head each way and back down to the girl. You all right? You all right? What you need to do is get two pints. When you get home, where is home? Where is home? What? Where? Where is home? The girl's just, you can see the girl's, like, slowly coming around. It's like, oh, what? I'm, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. It's all right, okay? It's happened now. It's happened now, all right? Just where is home? Where are you getting off? She was getting off in about eight stops, all right? And she's like, okay, when you get home, two pints of water 
and the paracetamol. I, I, I don't know what to do. I literally don't know. We're getting off in the next two stops, aren't we? Looks at her boyfriend. He, he knows the thing. He's like, yeah, does not. He said, yeah, we're getting off the next two stops. He's kind of shrugging his shoulders, looking around the carriage. He's saying, we are. We are actually getting off the next two stops. I mean, we would help her all the way home if we could, but we can't. So uh, we're getting off in the next two stops. So, ah, he was doing nothing. He didn't want to be involved. Right, and I doubt they actually need to get off in the next two stops. I think she's done as much as she thought she could. So let's get out of here. Right. So then, when they start getting... As she's, she's almost telling someone else, I need someone else to take over from me. And then some people now moved away because the sick is just rolling down the carriage. And it's these two middle-aged women now. Okay. And it's like, um, they start getting involved. And... Um, and as they're talking, and now they're all talking amongst each, each other, like there's some kind of elite medical team. And they're all high-fiving each other. They're just like, you, you know, you've been amazing. No, seriously, girls, girls, you've been amazing. Oh, I just, I just feel so bad for her. I just feel so bad for her. Like, how do you get in this state? Like, how do you get this state? I was like, fuck off. Like, you've never been in this state. I could, oh. I bet if I look to your Facebook, Magaluf 06, Malia 7, Napa 8, you would have been just stumbling down the road, skirt over your head, vomiting in your own hair. Don't, don't judge her. <laughs> you judge her. You sanctimonious cows. As I see, oh, don't, just don't, are you getting this stay? Why is the vomit red? I don't know why it's red. It's like because of all the vodka cranberries and the red wine she's been drinking. That's why. So it's about 5pm because the sun's out and it's the UK. So that's what we do. <laughs> we no self-control when the booze, is, when the sun's out, the booze just flows. All right. And it's nuts. And then, so they've, they've taken over now and they've gone. And then the middle-aged women uh, start slagging off. Is they just start slagging off that guy? Going, he was so rude. He was so rude. <laughs> All right. And then you had the interracial couple come over now. And, and a woman is going over, handing over tissue. It's like, we need... Cause, actually, I've skipped. They were all still on the train. The, the elite medical team was there. We need tissues. I've, I've given them my last tissue. Has anyone else got more tissues? Anyone? Anyone got more tissues? Could someone give us some tissues? <laughs> and it's just this sense of panic. All these panics. Are... And then, yeah, that's when the couple get off. Then they're asking, when are you getting off? When are you getting off? And she's like, oh, I'm getting off in like six stops. And what will you do when you get to the station? She's like, go home. Like, but who's going to be at home? Is anyone at home waiting for you? You can see the girl now. She's sobering up. She's pissed. She's drunk, but she's like, I don't want to divulge any more information to you. I don't know you lot now. You're getting on my nerves. And then, um, but she's she's too drunk to really articulate herself. Like, she can't really put herself in that position. Um, it's like, have you got any friends? Where are your friends? <laughs> this woman's got so much rage. Where are your friends? It's like, um, I don't know. Like, what is your friend's name? Like, like she's got one friend. So she gives her friend's name. And where is she now? At home. And where is home? Where does she live? Chelsea. We're heading out to northwest London at this point. <laughs> Chelsea, southwest London. It's opposite direction. Uh, and she, and as she's there, stood over her, she, now the smugness is really settled in. The interracial couple's left because the guy, 
the guy doesn't want to be involved either. And he's looking at... We're both just laughing. Me and this guy. Me and this other black dude are laughing, right? And um, they was going, where are you getting off? Where are you getting off? And she said her station. Now, I'm going to tell you, look. Uh, it was the same station as mine. It was the same station as mine. And I looked at the black dude. And I said, I'm getting off of that station. And he goes, oh, right. That's all he said. He didn't say, oh, you should help her. Because he knew what I meant by the tone of, I'm getting off of that station. I just stared at him with my eyebrows up, just kind of looking through my eyebrows. Yeah. And he was just like, say no more. Say no more. Right. And I'll, I'll explain that at the end of this, at the end of this story. Right. Because then, the train carries on. These women still panicking. And, and she's really just, she's really just self-indulgent now. She's there just going, oh, I just don't know how people get in this mess. Like, oh, jeez, I only came out for a night out. I left a six-year-old at home and now I'm taking care of someone. I, mean, I, I didn't want all this stress. I didn't, how do I end up with all this stress all the time? All the time to her friends. And in my head, it's like, because you fucking volunteered. That's why no one asked you to help. You volunteered and now you're trying to make out you're some kind of superhero. Like, you should get some kind of Victoria Cross medal. It's like, shut up. And what was making me laugh all the way through it is her mate, her assistant, who wasn't elite in the elite medical team. She couldn't read the map. So she's like, how many stops is it? It's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> and she kept on announcing the wrong stop. It's like, ah, uh, uh, I think, I think we're at, I think we're at this station. And they weren't. I don't know what part of the map she was looking at, right? And she just kept on announcing the wrong pig. Now, I was getting off to the same station, okay? And I was not declaring that to anybody. And I tell you why. Because I've watched Crime Watch, okay? And when something fucked up happens to that girl, and I'm the last person seen on CCTV near this girl, I don't fucking want the fucking call from the police. Actually, that's me being optimistic. I ain't getting a call from the police. I'm getting my front door kicked off and saying that I was the last person to see this girl. So I was like, no, no, no. Keep my DNA away from her sick. No, not involved. I will watch. I will document it via podcast. (laughs) But I am not getting involved. As soon as that train pulled into our station, I just leapt off that train. I walked off. I thought, this is a funny story for my podcast. That's it. That's it. I just weren't getting involved. It's happened many times. Many times. I've just seen drunken people on the train. Uh, men and women. And I was like, I'm, no, I'm not going to help. I'm not going to help. I'll get a member of staff to help. I'll do that. If it's the end of the line, I'll get a member of staff to help. But not me. Just not me. Uh, that's, it's not the one. But hey, look, I said I want to keep this podcast short. I'm not sure how short it is. I've really got into that story too much. Um, <laughs> but it's that time. It's that time. I need some music. Someone's good at editing videos. I need to add some music to this bit to announce the stats. Of who has been the top listener this week? Okay. Who has been the top listener this week? Let's get the stats rolling, people. Okay. So this week alone, in joint no no joint in it's the top five is always the top five in fifth we have 
Birmingham, United Kingdom. Not Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, United Kingdom. Fifth. In fourth. London, United Kingdom. In third. San Francisco, California. So, like I said, it's been Chicago for the past two weeks. The first few weeks were Boyden. Who is top this week? It is one of those two. Is it Chicago? Is it Boyden? Chicago held on. Has Boyden come back? The winner this week is, drumroll, Boyden! Boyden, Virginia. You got back the crowd, guys. You got back the crowd. The underdogs. The underdogs. Boyden, Virginia, they're back. They're back. So the overall uh, leader chart is this. Fifth place, San Francisco, California. Fourth, Ashburn, Virginia. Third, London. Second, Chicago, Illinois. And still top, top listeners, Boyden, Virginia. Thank you for listening. Chicago, thank everyone who's listened to the podcast so far. Uh, I'll shout out everyone. The top, I'll, I'll run through the whole top cities that I have here um, to have. The top 30 um, is... Boyd and Chicago, London, Ashburn, Virginia, Chicago, um, San Francisco, California, West Ham, New Southgate, Southampton, Birmingham, Wandsworth, San Jose, California, Halston, Matlock, Dubai, United Arab Emirates, Roehampton, Wimbledon, Middlesbrough, Harlow, that's my hometown, Hammersmith, Grays, Westminster, Banstead, Hounslow, Bolton, Dudley, Dudley, uh, Croydon, Worcester Park, Wolverhampton, Tottenham and Ballum. There you go. Those are the top cities, top 30 city listeners all time. We had some new lists as well from Vietnam as well. I see Vietnam, uh, Kuala Lumpur as well. Um, Albuquerque, New Mexico. These are all new listeners, um, I think, from international. But hey, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, it hasn't been overwhelmingly funny, I don't think. But hey, I hope you enjoy it. Share it, subscribe and comment, comment. Comment on anything about the podcast, good or bad. Um, if you don't want to embarrass me, inbox me. Nah, fuck it. Put it on the, just comment underneath the uh, SoundCloud thing. Or you can inbox me if you don't have SoundCloud. Okay, peace.